Rise and shine your light and opulent solution seekers. It's your girl, the spiritual activist, coming to you with another word, message, spot of wisdom, whatever you want to call it. Okay, so guys, sometimes my episode may episodes may seem a little uh, redundant, but that that's really only probably going to come to somebody who really faithfully watches like or listens to every episode I make. But a lot of times, my spirit repeats things or messages because there's a new wave of people awakening somebody needs to hear it who may not have listened to the other one there's so many reasons but also because personally my understanding or understanding is unfolding more and more see the thing is when you become a vessel of spreading the word god's word the message can sometimes need decoding and the decoding is not going to happen all at once because it may be a lot to uh, consciously consumed so layers by layers a concept is broken down more and more and you go from like oh 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 that's the best way I can explain it you just get a deeper and deeper understanding of something and so I was reflecting on the ego you know like I say I agree with um you know psychologists and other spiritual teachers the ego is not a, a bad thing it's just been evolved and conditioned and programmed to be sometimes toxic or sometimes an entity, if you will, or a spirit, if you will, that does not serve you, you know, for the or, or, or is in your best interest at times. So I was just thinking about how the um, what I feel like a lot of people are getting confused is. You know, the mind I do consider is part of the spirit. And sometimes people say, spirit told me this, spirit told me that. Sometimes that's their way of saying their mind. Sometimes they actually mean like an entity outside of themselves. But I think a big misconception with spirituality is that people are taking the mind as the essence of spirituality. And to me, I don't feel like it is because the way the mind has evolved and been conditioned and programmed or and infiltrated to me because that's what programming to me is a form of infiltration um but our ego and our minds have been hijacked and especially those of minority and poverty uh, mindsets and experiences because we are we have been programmed in this way to serve people and that's why i feel like in this world as we're 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 getting a little bit too hyper focused on healing but the healing more so is based off of like de-shaming the ego it's more of appeasing the wounded ego like you know a lot of times we're healing out of this space of i need to become better or i need to become this this perfect person this this angel on earth this very good righteous you know uh integrity and 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 there's nothing wrong with being righteous and having integrity but what the thing is is when people they get to label what's righteous and what is out of integrity you get what i'm saying like you have to have your own inner moral compass and a lot of times i feel like there's a lot of programming that gives us guilt uh, shame and self-judgment to keep us still stuck in a state of poverty and servitude of these bigger systems that are making us slaves to our heart in a sense or slaves to our conscience and i'm not mean like and i'm not talking about the conscience of your mind i'm talking a consciousness i'm talking about conscience like when you feel bad about something so you become slaves to that aspect or idea or concept 
in this world, but but that concept has been strictly shaped by society. Like we don't know per se what God has what God it how can I say this? God a lot of times the messages we we receive as God are not a lot of times coming straight from God. They're coming from humans. They're coming from other people who are just as imperfect as us. And it's not to say because I'm I'm one of them that we don't have divine um, messages but it's just to say heal and focus because you lose the focus guilting yourself into all these ways of being that you're not really even focused on the things that will really change your life for the better the things that will really uh break these patterns or because i don't like to say generational curses but break all these things that will help give yourself you and your family abundance wealth um knowledge wisdom all these things because you're too focused on the wrong things i lost my train of thought of what else i was going on to with this ego thing but also on another part of the ego um your ego can become your weakness you know your sense of self if it's not sound if you don't have a good sense of self-worth a good sense of confidence and this is to my video on confidence one-on-one i believe it's called but yeah it's like these things that really keep you empowered that that that's that's a form of embodying power like it's it's within you when you're empowered it's like you have this ironclad security around you like Fort Knox you know what I'm saying it's just like you're you're covered in into me God's spirit like you're you're, you're covered you you're protected but if you don't have that you become more vulnerable in the world more susceptible to manipulation because here's an example what if and i'm just using a man for example what if there's a man who's highly uh or or just has like uh ego that's really revolved around the um validation of women you know what i'm saying like how many women they can get or whatever it's just very uh closer relation to that so what if they get this woman that comes around and she knows she starts stroking his ego and making him feel like oh you the man la 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 whatever all these things tell him everything he wants to hear making him feel uh cherished making him feel nurtured making him feel protected and oh like worshipped almost like this is how a woman's supposed to treat you all that ignorant shit <laughs> not saying that um a woman can't take care of a man and nurture but you know what i mean i mean like it, it you it can go overboard okay um like nobody is nobody's slave nobody owns nobody so that's 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 what i'm just talking about but anywho so she does all this stuff you put your guard down and this is not for me in the program this is something to be fearful but i'm just trying to prove a point i'm just trying to explain how the ego can get you caught up so you put your guard down, the girl gets you set up, robbed, and instead, and this is to show that you, it's not to show that you shouldn't trust women, it's to show that you should start seeing people for who they are, you should start seeing yourself for who you are, and not let somebody else have to have that power. You hold the power of knowing who you are. If she, if you have to wait for somebody to give it to you or they get to dish it out and stipends or how can I say like they get to um, ration out your level of self-esteem, 
like being you a slave to them. You know what I'm saying? Like you need them to eat. If if your cup has to be filled by somebody else, then you have to continuously go to them whenever you thirsty instead of being able to realize you are the ocean. You are the fountain. You get what I'm saying? Like the fountain is within you. You don't need to go to nobody else to go fill your cup up when you already are the fountain. Pour from yourself. Pour from your connection to God. God has provided you with that fountain within yourself. You don't need to go to nobody else because that's, that's going to get you caught up. And that's for, that goes for a woman too. A woman who needs a man for validation. And, and I'm not just saying, I'm not saying, and the reason why I do this over explain is because people are going to go and dissect everything I say. That's how we are as a people. I do it too. But this is not to say that validation is bad. Everything is on a spectrum, guys. Everything is take, a grain, take with a grain of salt. Don't miss the message trying to prove what I'm saying wrong. If this is not your truth, if this is not a belief or perspective that empowers you or make you feel better within yourself, then by all means, please don't listen to it. Because none of my messages are meant to fuel you with fear or to make you stagnant or to make you stuck in any shape or form. That is never my intentions. I don't want you to continue to be stuck in a matrix of being a this slave to your, you know, emotions and your fears and, and, and all the subconscious programming. But so that's why I give you these tips to empower you and, 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 and help you be use discernment within yourself because a lot of times that's what we don't have. Yeah, we have discernment and we, we can be paranoid and distrustful and skeptical and cynical about everybody else, but when it comes to our own mind, we don't really know how to like sit back and dissect okay, yeah, that's probably not the best belief for me to just be carrying around in my toolbox or in my spirit, you know what I'm saying? Because this has done nothing for me, you know, feeling like everybody is out to get me or everybody is is, is always beating me down. It's kind of a self-centered way of thinking, and it's really rooted in victim mentality. So I just try to tell you these things, and trust me, sometimes a lot of my messages are going to be highly triggering because I'm triggered too by things sometimes when I hear it first off. But sometimes you need to hear certain things so that you can hear another perspective outside of the only one you've known. You know what I mean? And, and this is to get you... Just, to become more well-rounded it doesn't mean um your perspective was wrong but sometimes you need to hear well maybe it is not that because you're going around girl and everybody just think they just talking about me do you really know if they're talking about you or is that's just how you feel you know what i'm saying and, and the biggest manipulators out here they understand psychology they understand how the emotions work how the mind works how you can be a slave to those things and you can become a puppet and they can just toy with those emotions and, and mindsets and deeply embedded subconscious, um, fears, thoughts, and beliefs. And another thing on dreams, your dreams are not always fact, just like your feelings are not always fact. Sometimes dreams are just subconscious and and unconscious programming that is surfacing up to the, to the top you know so many people have so many intrusive dreams and like why would I dream that why would I do that and they don't realize it's something you've seen as a kid it's something you've heard it's something that's been programmed in your subconscious and it's just resurfacing as you awaken you become more heightened and sensitive to all these uh thoughts and patterns and everything so you can't really suppress it and repress it as much, like push it down. And I honestly am not opposed to 
suppressing and repressing stuff because a lot of times that is the only way to get through certain intrusive thoughts or beliefs. Like you don't always totally wipe your memory clean, clean. You know what I'm saying? At least so I haven't figured that out yet. Maybe there's some form of hypnosis that can do that. But sometimes it is just not overthinking about things. And that requires you not so hyper-focusing on it. But yeah. If I think about the other thing I was trying to remember when it comes to ego, I'll probably add it as another little segment to this. But yeah, so this has really been mostly about, you know, yes, I remember what it was. Okay, so see how the mind works? Beliefs. So a lot of times when I was saying with the ego and how the misconception with spirituality, a lot of times people want to say, the reason why I can't take spirituality is it's true for everything because I hear so many spiritual beliefs that to me are toxic. Like I just saw, and just in my feed alone, I saw something that said, what if happy birthday song was a ritual? What if, um, how to prepare to be, to survive in this world, the, 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 something is coming, like all these things, um, AI is, is, is all these things that can make you so fearful. You got to realize what is that doing to yourself and how sensitive are you to that information? But not only that, also, um, like when I hear people say, you know, um, if you if you do good and, and you be rich, I mean, I mean, I'm sorry, if you do good and you be this good person and, and make sure you 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 doing all these things, you know, they're so quote unquote good, then you'll be rich. That's why you're not rich now, because you're not doing the right things. And like all these things that program you with these feelings of like, OK, what am I doing wrong? When to me, it's like. I can't really take that as my truth because I see so many people who do bad who become successful. Shit, I'd be like, bro, nice guy finished last for real, for real. So that's why I don't take, I take everything with a grain of salt because if I program that belief into my system, that's going to basically make me feel, walk around inch by inch, always trying to do the right thing and thinking that, oh, this is why I'm not successful. This is why I'm not rich. But really, that's not the case. And so that's why I say you have to know what kind of beliefs, what you, um, how can I say, intertwine into your belief system to um, empower yourself. Like I said, if it's not empowering, it's doing the opposite. So that means you need to release that belief system. And um, just, of course, maintain your moral compass. But yeah, as always, guys, keep God first. Peace, love, light, and healing energies. You're open to receiving them. I love you guys. Peace out. Okay, so I'm not sure. First of all, rise and shine your light and opulence. Solution seekers and sugar up the spiritual activists. Coming to you with another word, message, spot of wisdom, whatever you want to call it. So, like I said, I'm not sure if I've mentioned this before. But I know I have it on one of my platforms. But I've mentioned I don't like to talk about things attracting or, you know, like I'm not deep into the spiritual or universal laws and stuff like that. Because like I said, what you program your belief system around, your beliefs become your kind of like your internal laws. And if they are limiting in some way, then what you are able to do is limited. And to me, we are infinite beings. The possibilities are endless. There's no necessarily rules to that. Yeah, there are things we can follow to create a moral compass, to have some level of 
discipline within this world so it's not so chaotic. But for me, I don't believe in everything, especially the things where it's like, you do this, you get this in return, like when it's negative, like that's your karma or that's, you're going to attract this if you gossip or, uh, yeah, gossip to me is a waste of time, but that doesn't, but the reason why I don't like to speak in inevitables, absolutes, I mean, absolutes, definitives, end all, be alls, whatever, because they end up putting you in this spiritual rock in a hard place. And what's funny is the people that we want to hear this, that need to hear this the most, they're not the ones listening to this, to these words, to these um, spouts of wisdom that can help them change for the better. No, it's not them. It's the people who are overachievers, the perfectionists, the people who are who have always strived to be better in this world. And you know what? Speaking from one myself, we put enough stress on ourselves. We criticize ourselves enough. We're our worst critics enough. The last thing we need is more stress to say that, oh, those two times I gossiped, oh my God, that's going to come back on me. We're the overthinkers. We're the overanalyzers. We're the people who want to be, who carry guilt and shame for not being good enough. So a lot of times the people who are actually doing the work to heal, the last thing they need is this underlying guilt and shame tactic that I don't think is always intentional because sometimes I, I have done it too, but it's like we have to think about the energy that comes off of the way we want to motivate somebody to change. Yeah, tough love and yeah, shame or fear are good tactics for some, but we should also start shifting people to understand that you can teach something without those energies attached to it. You know, like I tell my kids all the time at school, I don't want to have to be mean. I don't want to have to yell. I don't want to have to have this attitude with y'all for y'all to listen. I want to tell you guys in a calm way, in a nice way. And I don't want to have to tell you 10 times for you to feel like that's the only way you can respect and listen to me. But like I said, that's why I don't subscribe mentally to everything that people say are universal laws. They can call them universal laws all they want. But at the end of the day, like I said, your God, who you feel like is God, is yours to decide. And honestly, my God is full of grace. My God truly knows my heart, and my God knows how hard I'm trying. And at the end of the day, like I said, nothing takes precedence, political matters, news, uh, this new age spirituality that's attached with psychology and um, other people's perspectives, they are not your truth. They are not your source. No man's per- perspectives, wisdom, whatever, is your truth. Like, yes, you can, yes, we can be vessels of divine wisdom, but at the end of the day, we're not the purest form of that source and that's why you have to take everything with a grain of a salt 
and be able to figure out what resonates with you and do be able to take that accountability as well. Just because you hear something that rubs you the wrong way, it doesn't mean to say automatically, oh, I'm not taking that in consideration. No, sometimes some, some pills are hard to swallow. But what I'm saying is nothing should make you feel like I don't deserve to be on this earth. I'm not worthy. I'm not this. I'm not that. You need to revisit it and really see, is that just your ego's initial reaction and kind of feeling wounded or hit? Or is it just something that really does not align with you and you know that deep down your heart is is truer and have more integrity and intention than what is being said about you, you know? But that all comes with just um, trusting in yourself, experience, time. But yeah, so I don't even read into things. People can say I'm dumb. People can say I'm this or whatever. I don't care because at the end of the day, my sanity, my peace of mind is more important to me than any law, rule, secret, what have you, that somebody has said is the end all be all. Like, who are we as humans to make laws for other people? Like, I'm sorry. And I think I didn't post it about my own perspective on, like, attraction and all these things because I think I was writing in my notes. So I may go back and make this kind of the prelude to that and post that in this segment. But yeah, as always, keep God first. Peace, love, light, and healing energies. Be open to receiving them. I love you guys. Peace out. Media manipulation on the spirit, a.k.a. a form of spiritual manipulation. This is when you watch something on TV that has a negative or adverse effect on your spirit, your mood, your mind that limits you in some way or that disempowers you or depresses you in some way to a point of stagnation, uh, vacant esteem, low self-esteem, low self-worth, things that put roadblocks in front of your spirit. They keep you moving through life. They keep you uplifted in life. And so um, I'm going to put this in my parenting um, course, but when you watch, try to watch movies with your child sometimes and like actually listen because there are a lot of subliminal messages and that is, first of all, subliminal messages are not all bad. Sometimes a message is actually a form of advice and a form of, um, yeah. Anyway, so there are subliminal messages in, in, in TV shows that you can expl- explain and express to your child. And also this is an opportunity to shift perspectives that are being programmed into them that are, that may not be serving for them. You know, like, oh, yeah, you see how he said that? That's sarcasm. Sometimes people say nice things or say nice words, but in a mean way. So, and then you can give them examples like, you know, hey, sweetheart, or hey, sweetheart, you know, teaching them about tone, teaching them about things. And these things are tools that help them be able to discern and determine um, when they're around energy or people that are or trying to manipulate them or take advantage of them. And of course, as people become more aware, the enemy spirit is always going to become more creative and more and just go back to the drawing board. So yeah, we're going to always have this tug of war, but it doesn't matter. The more empowered our children and we become, 
the more, <laughs> the harder the enemy, a.k.a. the devil, has to work to keep us down as individuals, as sovereign souls, beings. Um, but, yeah, we just finished watching Sing 2, and I love it. It has so many great messages. It's really about determination and following your dreams and following your heart and not letting people, um, what's the word, uh, give you your worth. I have a... Um, a podcast actually about that like don't let anyone define you it's it's in that sense like people are going to have their images of you based on their own preconceived notions and and superiorities and and complexes and statuses and whatever just you know what they've grown up and and been subjected to and what they think is right and you know based on money anything but you have to know, if you believe in yourself, if you know you have talent, you know your dream is worthy of something, you have to continue to believe in yourself when no one else does. When even people tell you it's worth nothing. And just keep following because God is putting that vision in your heart so strongly because he wants you to follow it. But yeah, that's all I wanted to say on that. So yeah, just watch movies with your child. Get These are great opportunities to learn, to express. And it's also just a great way to become empowered when it comes to media and not allowing it to manipulate your mind. Because media is always going to have messages that may not be great for you. But the more aware you become of it, it doesn't embed in your psyche like people say it does in a sense where it's just subconsciously manipulating you. Once you are aware of it and you verbally out loud you know you're talking about it you're recognizing you're pointing it out you're telling your mind and ego now that that is not accurate so you, you're getting in the driver's seat as i always like to say but anyway that's all i'm, I'm gonna wrap this up love you guys peace out hey y'all so i'm here just in the morning reflecting on some stuff and when it comes to stress management i feel like in the spiritual community right now, especially from the black perspective, you know, I'm going to say the black community, spiritual community, because that is my lens. That is my perspective on life is through the eyes of the black person. So, yeah, it could be all races, but because I'm engulfed in the black community, that's mostly what I see. Like, I don't have a lot of race other races around me that I can observe you know what I mean if that makes sense but I was just saying like I feel like we're being programmed with stress we're being programmed with negativity we're being programmed to believe in so much pro uh trauma and negativity it's like why can't you be programmed to believe something positive? Why can't you program to believe in bliss and beauty and joy and happiness? Another thing I feel like within a black spiritual community, we're being programmed to worship and praise man as God. And when I say man, I don't mean just a male. I mean like Humans as gods, like people who have within the spiritual community feel like they've made it to a certain status and in some aspect. And it doesn't mean that you can't respect the person, but me personally, I'm not worshiping a man. 
You know, I'm just stop saying, man, I'm not worshiping a human as if that was my God. Because even if you can get divine wisdom, and even if you can get downloads or whatever you want to say, just some kind of knowledge that could help the collective, we all have that ability to tap into that. And I res- But I respect what you had to go through to get that information because I've been through it myself. But at the end of the day, I don't want a following of worshipers or slaves or minions. I want a following of strong, empowered people who may need just guidance. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not trying to have people think I'm like, that's a lot of pressure. Like, to just have people needing you for every decision, every beck and call. Mm -mm. And I guess this came about because it's like, what I noticed that within the spiritual community, I don't feel that I have the respect that I deserve because I don't fit into the mold of what a spiritual teacher or a spiritual God looks like. I feel, I feel like people don't respect me because a lot of times my energy, based on what I voice, kind of could be offensive to some other spiritual teachers. So people take it personally, my opinion. And I'm like, everybody has a right to an opinion. And everybody has a right to what gives them peace of mind. And my message may be for the people who have been traumatized by spirituality, who have been like pulled into something that is out of alignment with the lifestyle that they truly want at heart, you know, for reasons that have been instilled in them and programmed in them that are not fair. You know, reasons that make them judge themselves, have shame within themselves, have guilt within themselves. Things that I really try not to, that I really try to avoid and be conscious of when I'm sharing any level of knowledge or wisdom. Um, But yeah, I do feel like there's a lot of programming and starting with the pandemic the trauma and the stress of that the the program stress that we're having it's almost being embedded to me programming is when it comes to mental programming you have to think of your brain like a muscle but it's like a muscle mixed with a computer and you can program it with things. And the thing, there's so much to it. But the spiritual aspect of it is that this muscle memory is on a, like a, a loop. Because the memory, you know how they have seasonal affective disorder? Or people feel like they have seasonal depression because certain seasons that feeling comes back? Because to me, that memory triggers the emotion. And so I feel like it's the same thing with programming stress or trauma. Think about the time period of the pandemic. People are going to start probably having the same reaction every year now around the time that the pandemic started because the body has a certain memory and the brain has a certain memory, like that body-brain connection. And it's like, 
Oh, this was a season of, of this trauma. This was a season of these of this virus. This was a season of all this mass awakening and people going through chronic stress and like feeling like the world's gonna end and search seeking and searching. This is why over and over spiritual teachers always have work to do because this cycle of awakening, trauma, healing, yada 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 continues to repeat itself and is continuously being perpetuated and embedded and just modified and tweaked in different ways for people to continuously be programmed with this level of stress and this agenda of stuck on healing. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not a black and white person when it comes to like mindset. So it's not that I feel like healing and trauma and whatever is not real and that people shouldn't be doing it because I do it every day. I make conscious choices. I I try to look at, have awareness of who I am and what I do, but I do feel like it gets overdone and people get stuck in this rabbit hole of healing. And that's more where I feel like there's no balance. There's no ground. Or where people get sucked into, I have to change and be this whole different person. And go and be in this lifestyle that actually is putting more stress on me than than healing. Then that's when I'm like, okay, is it is it helpful anymore? Now, I'm going to be honest. When I first started my journey off, whether I was in La La Land or not, that was the... <laughs> Least amount of stress I had been in my life. Like everything was about me was at optimal health. I feel my skin was glowing. My waist was the smallest it's ever been. And I wasn't working out. It was just that's how much stress I was carrying before. Like the um, cortisol, stress hormone, it naturally goes to the midsection. And so like I was de-stressing like. The reality that I was in was amazing. You know what I'm saying? Like, my hair was healthy. No hair shedding. I looked younger, almost like a different person. Like, it was just, it was really a transformation because of my mindset. So, you have to ask yourself, if a person can transform that positively from a mindset, why are we still being pushed with this narrative of trauma, 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 all this shadow work, all this healing, all this stuff that keeps us in the dark aspect of spirituality. Where is the positive? It's just so hard for people to stay positive because it's so hard to believe that. It's so hard when people are around here pushing positivity because reality seems so bleak and so negative and so stressful. But you have to realize if there is so much negativity why can we not balance it with positivity? Why is it so hard for us to believe in the beauty in life? Because there's no, there's not many people pushing it. People, you, people, we walk around feeling guilty and bad when we're not out here healing with everybody else. When we're not out here hurting and going through shadow work. We feel like we don't fit in, like because we're not walking around preaching every day. We're not walking around fighting the cause every day. We're not walking around doing this every day. As a black person, that is a, a pressure that we carry a lot within our community. If we ain't doing one of those things, 
we just feel like we we support to the what's your purpose, bro? Why you even here? You ain't doing something for the betterment of this or for this or that. Well, the betterment for the cause is me doing something for me. How about that? Everybody is not here to fight for everybody. You're fighting for everybody when you fight for yourself and your legacy and your generation. When you heal yourself, and, and that doesn't mean through pain, it, it has to hurt. When you fight for joy and happiness, that is in itself doing something for the community. Because all of us walk around here miserable and depressed and defeated and, and sad because the world is so this or so that. How is that really helping the community? What kind of generation are we raising, honestly? Once again, perpetuating this thief of joy. And you can dissect and decode everything because we all do. We all can sit back and dissect every spiritual teacher's words. But it's like, it, like I said, it doesn't mean that you can't teach some things in life or have certain levels of reality. But why can't this reality that we're trying to cultivate or create have bliss? If we're trying to create heaven on earth, I don't think it contains misery or despair. Or this constant healing and shadow work. And, and, and at least the shadow work that I feel like is traditional. That people are wanting it to be. Like just soaking, dwelling, moping in this negative energy. Shadow work to me can be fun. And it can be exciting and liberating. Because it's more about accepting aspects of you that has been created through being in this world. How you've adapted. And yes, some of it may have festered and may have quote-unquote evil aspects to it. But you can detach from that. You can give that love and light and understanding. And try to work on aligning with the other aspects of the shadow. That actually give you strength and protection. And whatnot. But yeah, I just wanted to reflect on some things. As always, keep God first. Peace, love, light, and healing energies. Be open to receive them. I love you guys. Peace out.
whether you may think it's spiritual like at the end of the day it's about everybody's perspective is everybody's perspective and you don't have to accept everyone's perspectives or beliefs is yours and people just because we do have a, a, a spiritual community and society you know revolving around like more um stereotypical uh things you know people think of when they think of like spiritual community you know like astrology astronomy whatever um the, the horoscope and the crystals and the um herbal herbalism you know, like herbal healing and um different things and like the universal laws and whatnot and at some point you have to believe in something to me so whatever you choose to believe in that is your autonomy that is your sovereignty and this society a lot of times I always want you to pick a box and pick a a lane because it makes it easier for the the, the human nature of us to want to know have that fulfilled but who gives a heck if if you fulfilling somebody else need to know everything about you I don't fit in one box I pick and choose and 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 take a little bit of this from here take a little bit of that from there like what serves me what empowers me what uplifts my spirit at the end of the day the purpose is to move my spirit and to get out of depression and get out of being in a spiritual closet you know what i'm saying and to for me on a mass or uh that's i made that up <laughs> but on a more mass scale to help my community the collective in some way so at some point i have to have a foundation and identity of who i choose to be and show up in this world and i accept the diversity you know that not every influencer or teachers or spiritual teacher is made alike that's what makes it beautiful to me there's beauty there's harmony and diversity every that's why they say god don't want you to look spiritual uh, he he, not looking for people to look spiritual. He's looking for people of all walks of nature. You know what I'm saying? Outside of the norm or the stereotype. Because resonance and relatability is how you get more people to wake up. People will more likely listen to someone that they can relate to, respect, or resonate with. In other words. So, me as a person based on my foundation and how I identify, that's going to relate to certain uh, demographics of people or certain spirits of people. You know what I mean? Because sometimes it's not a look, it's just an energy you put off that will attract a certain tribe and collective. So these, this, I'm just kind of rounding off a little bit of what I was going on about certain little beliefs. And now the new age spirituality, it's like universal laws are being like opened up to just everyone's perspective and you have to realize that I don't know if there really is a I don't know if I'd say that I think there does need to be a certain um, what's the word like core that people can reference but at the end of the day just realize just it's the knowing that you always have the power you always have the autonomy and the sovereignty to choose. 
your beliefs, your mindset, your lifestyle, your well-being, your future. It's, it's, the power is in your hands. You just got to get in the driver's seat. That's one of the biggest solutions that I can offer you is understanding that. But yeah, guys, as always, peace, love, light, and healing energies. Be open to receiving them. I love you guys. Peace out.